Hello, and welcome to the James Market Clarity Podcast. I'm your host, Neil Kraft. On today's episode, I am joined by the president of James Capital Alliance, Mike McGraw. Mike is a graduate of the University of Dayton. He's a chartered retirement planning counselor and has over 25 years experience in the industry. Mike, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Neil. It's my pleasure. I am very excited to have you here with our listeners today and dive into our discussion. Today's topic is going to center around trying to provide clarity when it comes to account types. Mike, I think the first thing that I'd like to get started with here today is if you could give us some background on the simple difference between investments and accounts. Absolutely. So when discussing investments and investment account types, the two terms are often combined and used interchangeably as one, which can sometimes create confusion. I remember a prospective client years ago asking me what type of investment account would help him to achieve his goals. And what he really meant to say was what type of investments would help him to achieve his goals. The answer to his intended question of types of investments would have taken a great deal of time to answer, and it's very individualistic. Types of investment products are nearly limitless and can and will change based on many different factors like health, uh, marital status, family situation, retirement goals, investment goals, risk tolerance, and on and on. In other words, the types of investment accounts are determined by the investments. Gotcha. So investments essentially will go inside the account. So I guess with accounts, how many types of accounts are there? Well, there's several different types, uh, but we can boil it down to basically four different kinds. They have rules and limits on each one regarding types of investments also that can be held in the account itself. Perfect. Can you give our listeners a a run through of of the four types that you mentioned and um, some of the most important things we should know about each of these accounts? Sure, sure. I'll try to uh, keep it as simple as I can and and mention the uh, the highlights uh, of each type. The first one would be a standard brokerage account, uh, which is also referred to as a taxable brokerage account uh, or a non-retirement account. This provides access to a vast range of investments, including stocks, bonds, ETFs, which are exchange-traded funds, ADRs, which are American depository receipts, and and more. Any interest or dividends you earn on investments, as well as any gains on investments that you sell, are subject to taxes in the year that the money is received. With a non-retirement account like this, you can own it as an individual taxable brokerage account or as a joint taxable brokerage account. The individual account is opened by, obviously, an individual who retains ownership on the account and then will be solely responsible for the taxes generated in the account. The joint account is shared by two or more people, typically spouses, 
but it can be open with anyone, including a non-relative. Now, when a brokerage account is open, the firm will ask whether you want a cash account or a margin account. A cash account is appropriate for the majority of investors and allows you to buy investments with money you deposit into the account. A margin account is for investors who want to borrow money from the broker to buy investments. Now, the margin trading is riskier and it's better suited for advanced traders who understand things like margin calls and the like. Uh, there are no limits on how much money you can contribute to a taxable brokerage account, and money can be withdrawn at any time, although you may owe taxes if the investments you sell to cash out have increased in value. The second type of account is a retirement account, such as an IRA, an individual retirement account, and is a standard brokerage account with access to the same range of investments as the first type. The biggest difference between the first two types of accounts is how the IRS taxes or doesn't tax contributions, investment gains, and withdrawals. The most common types of retirement accounts are traditional IRAs, and Roth IRAs. And many brokers also offer specialty retirement savings accounts for small business owners and self-employed individuals, such as a SEP IRA, a simple IRA, a solo 401ks. Um, I would mention too, if the company you work for offers a 401k plan and matches any portion of the money you save in that account, you should probably contribute to that 401k to get the full match before funding an IRA. Because yeah. the match is simply additional money for you. Right. We, we don't want to turn away extra money, do we, Mike? Never. never. Yeah. So I know the a frequently asked question for sure uh, amongst our listeners would be, what's the difference between the traditional IRA and the Roth IRA. I know the Roth IRA gets a lot of headlines. Could you speak on that difference for us? Yeah, the, the main difference is in the timing of the tax break that you get. Uh, both types of IRAs have their place, and many advisors recommend using both. So in a traditional IRA, you receive an upfront tax break in the year you make contributions to the account. In a Roth IRA, you receive back-end tax break that allows your money to grow tax-free and therefore makes your withdrawals in retirement tax-free as well. You must have earned income or a spouse with qualified earned income to be eligible to contribute to an IRA. And there are also income limits for contributing to a Roth IRA and for deducting contributions to a traditional IRA. The maximum an individual is allowed to contribute to an IRA in 2020 and 2021 is $6,000 or $7,000 if you are 50 years or older. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, this is all information, Mike. I, I know our listeners appreciate it. W what's the third account type you have for us today? Yeah, the third type involves education savings. And so within this type, the first 
subtype then, if you will, is called a 529 savings plan. Now this is different from the 529 prepaid tuition plans that let, let you lock in the in-state public tuition at the institution that runs the plan. And most states offer their own 529 plans that you can open directly, but typically the money can be used at eligible schools nationwide. Um, some brokerages also allow you to open a 529 plan. Um, the second subtype, if you will, under this education uh, type uh, is called the Coverdell Education Savings Account. Um, an education savings account must be set up before the beneficiary is 16 and similar to 529s, the money can be used for college, elementary, and secondary education expenses. The beauty of the education accounts is anyone, relative or not, can contribute to these plans on behalf of a beneficiary. And then additionally, anyone can be named as a beneficiary on the account as long as the money is used for qualified education expenses. And as far as taxes are concerned, uh, contributions are not tax deductible, uh, although you might get a state tax deduction on 529 contributions, but qualified distributions are tax-free. Okay, very interesting stuff there. Mike, this brings us to our, our, our fourth and final account type uh, for today to review. Uh, would you do the honors? Sure. Last but certainly not least, uh, the, the last type um, of account is open for the benefit of kids. And this custodial brokerage account, if you will, is set up for a minor with money that's gifted to the child. Uh, an adult would function as the custodian and maintains the account control and then transfers assets to the child when he or she turns the age of majority, which is either 18 or 21, uh, depending on state laws. So the two types of custodial accounts are called UGMA, which is the Uniform Gift to Minors Act, and the UTMA, which is the Uniform Transfers to Minors Act. The difference is the type of assets you're allowed to contribute to the account. Both of them can hold cash, stocks, bonds, and mutual funds, but the UTMAs can hold real estate in addition to the rest. Uh, once the money is in the account, it can't, cannot be transferred to another beneficiary. And a child does not need earned income for the UGMA, and the state rules vary with some allowing UGMAs, some allowing UTMAs, and some allowing both. So really, you have to check the states uh, to see what, what they're uh, approved. Unlike money in an education account, money put into an UGMA or an UTMA can be used for any purpose, not just college tuition. The one downside, however, to this type of account is assets in a custodial account are considered the students. So if that student applies for financial aid, it can affect their eligibility and the amount of the financial aid that they might receive. 
Okay, good to know, especially for uh, minors who are getting ready to apply for uh, college and the like. Mike, thanks. This has all all been really helpful. Uh, say I'm a, a prospective client. Uh, I'm an individual who, who wants to get started. Where can our listeners open these different types of accounts for themselves? Well, most financial institutions offer standard brokerage accounts and IRAs. And many also offer education savings accounts as well as uh, custodial accounts. If you want to pick and manage your investments on your own, opening an account at a custodian such as E-Trade or Schwab or Fidelity or Vanguard would probably be the way to go. However, if you want someone to manage your investments for you, then I would definitely recommend a full service brokerage with an advisor. Uh, that comes along with that. For example, Morgan Stanley, UBS, uh, Wells Fargo, or some of the main wirehouses uh, that would offer that, those features for you. Okay. Mike, this is tremendous. It's been great having you here uh, on the podcast. I, I really appreciate your time. Thanks again. No problem, Neil. Thanks for having me. To learn more about what types of accounts are offered at James Investment, be sure to visit us online at www.jamesinvestment.com or give us a call at 937-426-7640. James Investment, your future, our purpose.